Welcome to the Script Bits Podcast for Thursday, 6th October, 2022. Our bit today comes from Luke 1, 37, and that says, For with God, nothing shall be impossible. And though it's a somewhat wet and cloudy-looking Thursday morning in my neck of the woods, the temperature is supposed to be pretty good, at least in the high teens, if not better. And once it's fairly warm, everything is right with the world. I wish I could say that in all truth and seriousness, but the opposite seems to be the prevailing truth right now. Nothing seems right in our world. It's bad enough with the many natural disasters that are occurring all over the world at the same time. And unfortunately, in the presence of plenty in our world, so many have so little and are suffering so badly for want of the basic things of life. Then the magnitude of anger, hate, resentment, greed, and selfishness that's currently flooding our world is unbelievable. Sure, the Lord must be sitting on his throne in the high heavens, shaking his head in sadness and wonder at the low level to which his most precious and marvelous creation has fallen. Despite the abundance of wealth, knowledge, understanding, and love that's supposed to be prevalent on the earth. But it seems that greed, selfishness, and lust for power are in the ascendance. For the level of help from those that have to those that don't have is woefully poor. And besides, there are so many pockets of strife and outright war in our world that offering help is the furthest thing from many of our minds. Instead, self-preservation is our uppermost concern. Survival of the fittest seems to be the motto once again. And that's what we are up against, my Christian brethren. And yes, it does seem like an impossible task from a natural human standpoint. But please remember that we serve the great God who created the universe and all therein, and that nothing is impossible to him. Therefore, nothing is also impossible to us if we follow his will with the high level of faith we ought to embrace. Remember what the angel Gabriel told Mary, the mother of Jesus, when he came to give her the good news that she'd been chosen to bear God's son and that her cousin Elizabeth, who had hitherto been barren, was pregnant with John the Baptist. It was a simple but powerful and true statement where he said, for with God, nothing shall be impossible. And the birth of Jesus bore witness to that fact too, since he was born of a woman who had had no sexual relations with a man. Meanwhile, Jesus himself proclaimed that same fact after telling the disciples that it was easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of God. And you can find that in Matthew 19, 24. And when they became so amazed at his statement, he enlightened them thus, 
With men, this is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. And that comes from Matthew 19, 26. And now, my fellow saints, that's a statement we have to sincerely believe, a state of mind we must necessarily have if we ever hope to make any positive changes in our own lives, in the lives of those around us, and in the world in general. For believe me, no other group in this world is going to try to improve the sad negative situation that currently exists. But we staunch and sincere believers in Christ Jesus. And why is that, you ask? Because that's what our Lord and Savior expects of us. That's why he came to earth, why he suffered and died for our salvation, so that the earth could be a better place under his sovereignty and guidance. Therefore, it's our bounden duty, our rightful cause, to do whatever we can to make a positive difference in this negative, crumbling, disaster, and greed-filled world in which we live. And I guess the best scripture to highlight that situation and purpose is what Jesus preached on love for enemies in the Sermon on the Mount. He began, Ye have heard that it had been said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But I say unto you that ye resist not evil, that's an evil person, but whosoever shall smite or slap thee on thy right cheek, turn to him the other also. And if any man will sue thee at law and take away thy coat or tunic, let him have thy cloak also. And whosoever shall compel thee to go a mile, go with him twain, that's two miles. Give to him that asketh thee, and from him that would borrow of thee, turn not away. Ye have heard it being said, Thou shalt love thy neighbor and hate thine enemy. But I say unto you, love your enemies, bless them that curse you. Do good to them that hate you, and pray for them which despitefully or spitefully use you, that ye may be the children of your Father which is in heaven. For he maketh his Son to rise on the evil and the good, and sendeth rain on the just and on the unjust. For if ye love them which love you, what reward have ye? Do not even the publicans, that's the tax, tax collectors, the same? And if ye salute or greet your brethren only, what do you more sorry, what do ye more than others? Do not even the publicans so? Be ye therefore perfect, even as your father which is in heaven is perfect. And all of that comes from Matthew 5, 38 to 48. No, my people. That is indeed a tough road to hoe. But if we are to be true disciples of Christ, we must put out the effort to do it. And oh, how I wish we had the time and space for the many explanations that the scholars offer on all of that monumental scripture. Because doing that stuff is certainly hard, especially when it flies in the face 
of all the world's teaching. But we need to remember that Jesus' teaching is not like the world's. It is of a much higher class, a class that calls for love and not hate or enmity. And this explanation from the scholars should clear up some of the confusion. They say the law of love, sometimes called the law of Christ, summarizes the ethical principle of the Sermon on the Mount. Love thy neighbor summarizes the entire second table of the law, and they give us a reference there for that of Leviticus 19, 18 to 34. But the unscriptural edition, hate thine enemy, was a popular concept in Jesus' day. The admonition of love your enemies is one of the greatest statements Jesus ever made. And the love enjoined in this passage is love that originates from God himself. Man is not commanded to attempt to love his enemy on the basis of mere human affection, but rather on the basis of a love that comes from God. The quality of love commanded here is expressed by giving, where he says, bless them that curse you, do good to them that hate you, and pray for them that persecute you. Loving an enemy involves doing good toward that enemy in order to win him over to Christ. Yes, friends, following those precepts set by Christ are indeed difficult, but as always, he never gives us a task to perform without giving us the tools with which to perform them. And for all of that tough loving he expects of us there, he's given us the tools we call our Thursday blessings. But they need to be activated by declaring, yes, we spell declaring right again today, that's three days in a row. <laughs> so yes, let's declare those Thursday blessings out loud now. Let's do it right now as one strong and sincere voice. I declare that I am blessed with God's supernatural wisdom and receive clear direction for my life. I declare today that I am blessed with creativity, courage, talent, and abundance. I'm blessed with a strong will, self-control, and self-discipline. I'm blessed with a great family, good friends, good health, faith, favor, and fulfillment. I'm blessed with success, supernatural strength, promotion, and divine protection. I'm blessed with a compassionate heart and a positive outlook on life. I declare that any curse or negative word that's ever been spoken over me is broken right now in the name of Jesus. I declare that everything I put my hands to will prosper and succeed. I declare today and every day. Amen. And now, friends, having activated those amazing tools, let's go out and put them to good use now. now. That means loving and helping those we come into contact with, just like Jesus did, and as he so deeply desires of us. Much love. And the postscript for today says, 
Only the love of Christ, as performed by his followers, can turn this evil world around. And that's the indisputable truth, friends. Only the love of Christ, as we exhibit it, can make any difference in this world. So I would advise us to go out there and do that today. Oh, and by the way, there's another PS here that says, yes, it's long, but song. Yes, friends. I know the bit is pretty long today, but that's what I was committed to write. That's how I was led. So please, and it's all about the love of Christ in this crazy and evil world. So let's get out there and keep living for Christ now like we know we should, because we are the only ones who can make a serious dent in the evil in this world by living through him. And we pray that in his mighty name. Amen. Please have a blessed day, my people. Much love.